The Elvis Cast with Grant Bench. Hello, and thanks for joining us. Today on The Elvis Cast, we're talking with Elvis author Paul Bellard, who's written many books about many subjects related to Elvis. His latest book is Houston 1970, and we'll discuss that. But first, Paul, thanks for joining us. Well, thank you very much. Now, tell us a little bit about, about your family history and, and how Elvis came into your life. Well, I was, li- I was in France at the time. I was in, uh, living in the suburbs of Paris. And uh, how did he come into my life? You know, I don't... <laughs> I must have heard him on the radio first. And uh, there, were, there was a, there was a, a little um, shop that was selling records next to us, you know. And we could go... And the lady was very nice to me. She said, you want, she was playing records and uh, all the time. And then she was playing the records that we wanted to hear. And I, I heard Elvis and I think I was around 12 years old. And uh, I don't even remember the first song that I heard. It may have been, uh, I think it was from that LP, from that EP, Rock and Roll Number no. 2, something like that. Uh, I know it wasn't That's All Right or uh, Baby Let's Play House or Mystery Train. It must have been like Tutti Fruity or um, maybe Bushway Shoes. But once once I started, that was it, you know. So it was, I heard a, it. So it was the, the voice that got you into it firstly then? Well, it was it was the voice for the good reason that I, I, I didn't speak English at the time and I didn't understand it. So the voice was just another instrument, okay? I that wonder what, what what did you make of a wop bop a loo bop a lop bam boom when you first heard yes, that? Yes, I mean, I also like Little Richard and uh, <laughs> and and Carl Perkins and uh, all the others, you know. But uh, it was just another voice because I couldn't understand a word. But that that did it. I mean, you cannot explain. It, it's hard to explain. It's like, how can you explain what what? You, you you saw in your wife the first time you saw her. You know, I mean, you just. Uh, I think most Elvis fans listening to this will, will know exactly how you feel, Paul, because you know people often ask me, you know, why 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 Elvis? And I'm just like, well, he's the best. <laughs> he's if you don't understand it, it's it's hard to explain it. But once he's in your blood, that's it. You're gone. Yeah, because at the time, at the beginning, you don't know he's the best because you have heard others, but he's the one who will, will stick with you and and. Uh, you know, I've been fan since since I was twelve, so I was I was not there at the beginning, but I was very close to the beginning. Well, it's pretty cool that and he was actually I, he was actually visited Paris at one stage. Yeah, I know. At the time, I was probably I don't know. I was forty four. He came in fifty nine. I was I was like ten, eleven, or twelve years old. You know? Just a little bit too early. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I had known, maybe I would have gone, but I, I don't think I would have gone. You know. Yeah, it's an amazing story that that time that he uh, he did spend in Paris. Now, how big was yeah. Elvis in Paris in in France then when when you were growing up? Oh, he was very very big. Yeah, did he you was. Get, did you get to see all the movies and things like that? Oh yeah, yeah. So what, I think what, the first. Yeah, go on. I think the first movie I saw of him was um, probably Jailhouse Rock. Oh, that's a pretty and good I start. Remember, and I remember seeing the guy. I think that was funny because I remember seeing the guys putting the posters, you know, maybe like it was on, I don't know, the movie started on Wednesdays. Uh, and so they were putting the poster in the street in, uh, on, on Tuesdays, you know, and they, they, were, they had big posters, you know. 
and sometimes they use ladders because they were worried. So with me and a friend, we, we were following them and they were gluing the posters on the wall and we were coming behind them to unglue it and get it, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I probably would have uh, would have done the same. It would have been a great time to be an Elvis fan to see uh, the movies uh, in the theatre. What what did you focus yeah. your um, collection on when you were starting? Was it just the records or? Um, yeah, it was basically the records and pictures, and it was a great time because there were not a lot of pictures in France at the time, you know, and uh, I knew I know a couple of guys in England, maybe when I was four or five years later, and some people were selling pictures, so I was buying them from England, and and you didn't know the stories behind the pictures, hmm. like like we know now. I mean, now you show me a picture, I can tell you when, where is it from, okay? <laughs> or when it was taken, but at the time, I didn't know, so I saw pictures of Elvis. Uh, one of them was Elvis, I uh, like, was singing Treat Me Nice, you know, in front of that flat, flat uh, mic, and it looked it looked like he was eating a piece of chocolate, you know. But I didn't know that it was from the movie Jailhouse Rock, and so there was a mystery that was that was nice, you know. So is that how your interest started in, in getting into? Because you just said you know you can look at a picture and know exactly where he took it. Is that part of the interest of where you wanted? Where did this picture come from, etc.? Yeah, yeah, and 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 it's funny because now I'm you know I'm old and still. And I'm not the only one. That, that's 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 the magic of Elvis. Is that I see a new picture I've never seen before. I get excited, like I got a, I get a present for Christmas. <laughs> well, let, let's talk about uh, the books. We'll, we'll come back to some of your uh, thoughts on Elvis later. But what, what, when when did you get the idea to start writing uh, books about Elvis? They're photo books essentially. But when when did you start getting the idea to, to put them both together? Um, I started. I think I started when I saw the. The special that they had on HBO, the was it the Searcher or was it something before? And they were telling the the, the Elvis stories with pictures, and the picture were, the pictures were not matching what the time that they were talking about. You know? mm, yeah, they do that a lot. That, that, that annoyed me a lot. You know, so I said, "Geez, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna start writing books with all the pictures I can find about a certain time." Good or not, because sometimes in the in my books I put pictures that are not very good, but they're rare, so I put them in the book. But the main the thing that I try to do is to to, to date and locate the pictures as as precisely as I can. And you wouldn't put it in if you didn't know. And if I if I don't know, well, usually I wouldn't know. I kind of. I have some pictures I don't like. I have a list of pictures in my computer, and there's a lot of them are unknown, 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 you know. But sometimes you can tell, okay, well, I, I don't know when, but it's from 57. Mm-hmm. So if I get to a book in 57 and the picture is really good, I would pay, I would say, I would put the pictures and say date and date and location not known. So when you started, what was the actual objective of, of getting a series of books? Because as I said, you've been quite, quite prolific. Well, I started with... Um, Actually, the first book that I wrote was not even about that. I think the first book that I that I worked on was was that um, canard about Elvis being a racist. You know. Yes. Yes. I, w- I wanted to talk about that book. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that 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 annoys me a lot, also. Okay. Because there's something that he wasn't. He was was being a racist. I mean, it was when he was a kid, and his father was in jail. 
he was living, he was living, he was the only, I think he was the one of two families living in a black ghetto. And for, for, for whites in the South to have to live in a black ghetto, I mean, you cannot get lower than that. And I think he stayed with him, he stayed with him all his life, unfortunately, you know, because Parker took advantage of it. But, um, so that that's the that's the first book I wrote. Yeah, that, I, I call it uh, from what is it from black and white to Technicolor. Yeah, that that one I can I, highly I, recommend, and I, and I will get at the end, and we'll, we'll give details about about getting that book. But if if you're going to get one book from Paul, this is the one. It, it, it's it's written it's written with a lot of love and respect for Elvis and his history. Yeah, so there are books like that. I wrote I wrote even the, I think the second book I wrote was about gospels. So yeah. before I got into the into retracing his career, uh, day by day or month by month, because sometimes I sometimes I have book just about one day. I can there are enough pictures basically to write a book uh, to, to to fill 200, 220 pages. Yeah, I, it's amazing. I, I know I have people come visit me and they see my bookshelf and they go, "How can you have so many books about one person?" I'm like, "Well, he did so much." <laughs> And there's still more to well, come. I don't know if you know. Um, I mean, you know the the the, the big uh, uh, Australian fan club. I mean, the Elvis Information Network. Yes. And one of the guys is Nigel Patterson, and I've been working a lot with him, and he used to check my books, and uh, so so he's a good friend. And his his, his project now he's starting to to finish it, but he's, he's writing. About all the books written about Elvis, okay. <laughs> a book about the books. <laughs> yeah, and he's going to have four volumes. <laughs> You'd need four volumes. Okay, so I that think. gives you that gives you an idea of. Uh, I mean, you you're not going to have enough shelves in your house to put, to put them on. Okay. I'm going to need another. I mean, I'm going to need another room. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Now, Paul, so I mean, there, there's a lot to be said about Elvis. No doubt about it. Yeah. Well, let's talk specifically about uh, some of the books. Uh, we mentioned the black and white into Technicolor. There's also uh, a fantastic one on Elvis in Hawaii, 1957. Now, a lot of people didn't wouldn't realize that he actually visited there before the army. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was that was at the end of his uh, last tour in the 57. It was the last concert that he gave. And a, a phenomenal book if you're, if you're interested in in uh, Elvis in Hawaii. There's also one on a one of my other favorite Las Vegas '56. Yeah, that's that was also I think one of the first one I did when I started to, and what he did in Las Vegas is very it's it's very interesting because I mean he had been under the I mean uh, he had signed with uh, Tom Parker you know maybe like two or three months before. And uh, he had been on the Tommy Dorsey shows, and uh, he sang. He sang. I think I heard Break Hotel at the set, at the third and fourth one or the fifth one. And and that 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 song was climbing up in the charts, you know. Mm. And, it, and it was bought by teenagers, and Parker puts him in Las Vegas, where people the people that were going there at the time were not. You know, you and me, we're not 15 years old, 13 years old. There were retirees. There were guys that were going there to have a good time, you know. Uh, and then they, and Elvis is on stage and uh, he flunks, you know. But the people's people, a lot of people know, Philly believes that uh, he quit after one week, that this contract was uh, broken. No, he went, the, the contract was for two weeks and he stayed two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, 
And what's good about it is that they recorded one of the they recorded one of his uh, shows, and it's it's so it's so pristine yeah, for a show that was that was. And you know why? Because the crowd was not there was no girls. Okay, so you couldn't hear anything. <laughs> so so Scotty Moore said for the first time we could hear we could hear all the mistakes that we made. You know. Yeah, well that that, that is quite a. a historic recording so uh, yeah if you yeah, haven't heard it, it, if you haven't heard it get it out and listen it, it is oh, yeah, quite it, amazing it, it's, yeah well, I mean, you, that's a, yeah go ahead yeah now, now you mentioned um the colonel word uh do you, uh, uh, what, what what are your feelings on on the colonel well i'm writing a book about him now oh are you well, <laughs> yes no, I am. i'll be looking forward to that one and then uh, i don't know what yours are but i mean i uh, I, I I I despise the man. Okay, uh, there are a few things that he did he did well, and then they can count them on the finger on one hand. First, when he signed the contract with him, he put it on TV. And when you think about it, Elvis at the time was an unknown, basically except in the South. So to put something on, t- on on national TV that didn't have a, a record at the time was was quite an achievement. So that I don't I think he did very well there. But after that, it was it was Elvis stage present. It was his charisma. He didn't have to go to a, to a, to a Milton Berle or Ed Sullivan. I mean, they came to him. Okay, so Elvis was the reason that he became popular more, more than Tom Parker. Yeah, I've always had the yeah, feeling that, the feeling uh, that you know, Elvis uh, was popular in, despite all the things that he tried to do. I mean, to go to Las Vegas wasn't the best idea, you know, to, to not get him to record a bit more regularly and, and things like that. I mean, the, the list is, is endless. Uh, in the 70s, yeah. yeah. The, the other thing that he did well was, uh, uh, I mean, he kept him alive while, while Elvis was in the army, so uh, that was no... Uh, that was no small task uh, to get the, the Frank Sinatra show, the Frank Sinatra, and the money they got for it was tremendous. Uh, but they started the movies, and, and I, know, I know that you like the movies, yeah. and I like a few of them. But the, the way they worked, I mean, sending him a list of songs that he had to, to, to choose from, and uh, and they were not good songs, you know, most of the time. Uh, after after Blue Hawaii, after Girl Girls Girls, after Viva Las Vegas. And also the the, the 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 fact that he wanted that Parker wanted to put a the single had to be from a movie so that it can be used as a as as an ad for the movie. You can't I mean when 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 I see that he put uh, what what did he put? Uh, Double Trouble, instead of Tomorrow is a Long Time, as, as a single. I mean, it, it, for me, it's, it's a crime. Okay. It, it, it's hard looking back in hindsight and thinking, well, there must be some sort of justification when realistically there wasn't. I mean, yeah, Tomorrow is a Long Time should have been a single and the, the list goes, goes, goes on and yeah, on. And... Yeah, it's just, it's the same with Kissing Cousin. You, you put Kissing Cousin, which is, it's a decent song. I mean, I like it. 
but you have it, it hurts me on the other side mm. and it, it hurts me you listen to it it hurts me it's you you can feel you can feel all this passion you can feel the way he's gonna sing if i can dream you know five, five or six years later yeah exactly and and, and, uh, and it's hard sometimes you know people who watch a movie maybe like a kiss and cousins and then to marry that up with the man that sings if i can dream he's just yes, busting out i mean that and I'm writing the story now, and and Elvis goes back to Nashville in '65, uh, I think, and and he, he records "How Great the World" with songs like also uh, "Tomorrow Is a Long Time," and uh, and the week after he has to go back to Hollywood and sings uh, "McDonald's at a Farm." I mean, it's just, and you know, I'm not blaming Parker 100%. I mean, Elvis is is very much to blame too. Okay. Because he could have said any time he could have said, "I don't want to sing that crap," and there was nothing they could have done. Okay, but Elvis didn't like conflict. No, and he knew he was where where he was coming from, and with his father, and if the the, the uh, Tom Parker told him, you know, if you don't uh, if you don't uh, do uh, what's in the contract, you're going to be blacklisted in Hollywood. You can make you know other movies. They believed him. When he could have done anything he wanted, yeah, and if he had, if, if he had dropped Parker in uh, in in mid sixties, he would have taken ten minutes to find another manager. He would have had him running to his door. I mean, the the, the one that I can yeah, the one exactly. that I the one that I can never forgive is that he gets him to Las Vegas and for so long does two shows a night, no nights off for a month. How? that was able to be done is just beyond belief. I cannot believe that the biggest star in the world is asked to do two shows a night for a month for several years. It's going to fry your brain. But anyway, we better not talk about Parker because I'll start getting upset. I'm just, yes. I'm just, I'm, I'm just grateful. Well, I'll, send, I'll send you a copy of the book. When oh, it's I, def- I definitely want to read that one. <laughs> it might take a while, but no, I don't, I don't like him. I don't think he was good for Elvis at all. No. Well, Okay, let's get back to some of uh, the other books. And one I did want to mention, and I'm really pleased that, that you wrote this one. Uh, it's called Don't Be Cruel, Elvis, The Bill Black Story. How did you get involved in, in putting a book together about Bill Black? Um, as you know, I've been writing a lot of books. And uh, like you said, a lot of, uh, a lot of them of, is, are the, about the Elvis career in, in pictures mostly. But I did a couple of books about... His rings, you know, and uh, it's, it's a strange subject. But when you know Elvis, and he, he was buying rings, and you know, like he was, like you, I don't know, every day and spending thousands and thousands of dollars. I mean, and some are beautiful, and some are uh, so so uh, ostentatious that it's. But that was Elvis, you know, and uh, there is a guy in uh, in. Uh, Denmark, the, he owns the Memphis Mansion, and he heard about those books, and he gave me a call and he said, hey, "Listen, uh, I'm interested in publishing them. Would you be? Uh, would you agree?" So I said yes. Uh, so we talked. Even you know, we had a contract, a verbal contract, and he published a few of my books. And he said, "By the way, you know, uh, I have a lot of. Uh, I I got the scrapbook about Bill Black from his family, and I want to." Uh, <clears throat> I, I want to write a book about it. And I have a guy that's been working on it and has been working on it for years. So I said, 
listen, ask him if he uh, if he wants to stop, and I'll, I'll I'll take over, you know. So he called the guy. Ten minutes after, he calls me. He said, "Okay, yeah, you can go ahead. I'll send you all the information." So I started to write about. I mean, I knew Bill Black before, and I knew, and I said in the book that not a lot of people remember, but it, at the beginning, Elvis was just he was just part of a trio. Okay, it was Elvis and Scotty and Mo, and uh, and uh, Scotty, Elvis, Scotty Moore, and Bill Black, and and they were. They were arranging the songs themselves. They were playing, you know, fooling around and what. And and without Bill Black and Scotty Moore, I don't think Elvis would have made it. And um, and when I learned about Bill Black and uh, then more and more about his stories and uh, and how they've been treated by the, I mean, when when Parker took over, his first move was to get rid of uh, of uh, Scotty Moore and Bill Black and uh, DJ Fontana. You know? He wanted, uh, you know, at the time he was associated with, uh, with uh, uh, what's the the name of the, sing- the Canadian singer? Uh, uh, Hank Snow. Hank Snow, that eventually he got rid of him, you know, mm. because uh, actually Hank Snow and Parker bought the contract, but uh, Parker that, kicked him out, you know. That'll be a good section and, of uh, your book, that one. Yeah, and... Uh, he wanted he wanted the the band of Hank Snow to play for Elvis, and the band said no, and uh, Elvis said no. So that was good. Everything went back to normal, but they were badly treated. I mean, when they when they came uh, before before Parker came, they were getting uh, I don't know exactly what was the arrangement, but, but they were making money. And uh, Parker comes and he puts them on the on the union scale, so they were being paid like. $100 a concert or something like that, which was nothing at the time, you know. And on top of that, um, Scotty and Bill, they wanted to uh, to record, uh, to, to make uh, an LP of, uh, of Elvis songs, and they had been promised that all along. And one day they had a session, and they were supposed to do it at the end of, ses- of the session. They were told, well, we don't have more time anymore. Um, we can do it. And at this time, Bill, Bill and uh, Scotty... Uh, resigned said okay that's enough now it can go on like that and they resigned and um yeah what you said about elvis and and not liking confrontation it was at that point that i wish he'd have set in and, and tried to back them up but he 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 just didn't yeah it's it's what it, 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 it's not uh, it's not elvis best hour okay that at that time because he had been with those guys on the road i mean they slept in the same car they slept in the probably in the same rooms and the motels, you know, for years and years. And uh, he didn't fight for them. And he could have. I mean, I don't know why he didn't. But on the other end, people have met Parker and he said he was such, yeah, he had such a personality that he was, he was crushing everybody that was not agreeing with him, you know? Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's, such a, it's such a sad story when you think about, because I, I, I'm 100% with you, Elvis would not have been the, the artist's, I mean, he was so brilliant as he was, but just the way that Scotty yeah, and Bill, well, yes. Scotty and Bill nurtured him, uh, yes. and Bill playing up in the crowd, and for them, pretty much, and he, they couldn't even talk to him in in the end. Yeah, that, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they they were away from. So um, Elvis gave a concert in Tupelo in uh, in '57, and without Bill and without Scotty, but finally they uh, they they patched things up and they came back. But Elvis went to the army. And Bill Black never came back. Scotty Moore came back, but Bill Black went on his own. 
and he formed his own uh, Big Black Combo, and he had quite a few hits. Yeah, I was. I was when I read it in your book. I was. I was. I was pleasantly surprised how successful they actually were. Yeah, he was, uh, and he had, and and the hits, and they're pretty good. You know, you listen to them, and there is a nice, uh, you know, it's kind of a shuffle, uh, shuffling sound, and it, it's it's pretty. I mean, I, I like it, and he was very successful, and uh, unfortunately, he got uh, he got sick, and he, and he passed away. I think he passed away. He was. Was it 39, 40, something like that? Which, which is a shame. It's too young today. But well, if you want to know more about the, the Bill Black story, uh, that that is one to uh, to look up. It's called "Don't Be Cruel, Elvis," and it's got a cute little um, flexi disc in it that has Elvis singing "Don't Be Cruel" and the Bill Black combo doing it as well. Yeah, this one uh, this one is still published by the Memphis Mansion. I mean, my other books you can get on Amazon, but this one you would have to go to the Memphis Mansion. We'll have more with Paul in a future Elvis cast, but before details of how to obtain Paul's books, check out the description bar in today's episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Elvis Cast. Subscribe or follow the show on your podcast platform of choice. Just search for Elvis Cast. All the links and contact information can be found on my website, elviscast.com. If you'd like more information about this episode's special guest, check out the show notes in the description. Thanks for listening to the Elvis cast.